We are back. It's the All Seven Days podcast, and it's the podcast where uh, church members just sit around answering questions from you, the listener, and we let the Bible define truth, and our minds and perspectives get to conform to that truth. And I don't know what I'm doing anymore because it's been so long since I've done this. Uh, we've got new members of the podcast. Trevor is still with us, although not today. Cody is here today. Everyone knows Cody. Hi. And we have uh, a couple of new podcast members that are starting today. Actually, just one of you are starting today. And the first one is Rachel Sturgill. Hey, Rachel. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing good. Enjoying the sunshine. It has been a beautiful day. That's absolutely for sure. Uh, Rachel is convenient. She lives right across the street. And her husband, Jonathan, will be joining us as well when he's in town. But he's out of town. So... Um, in order to keep this ball rolling, I had to get some bullpen help, and you guys are it. So thank you for joining me on a regular basis from here on out as we are available. We will get the All 7 Days podcast rolling again. Hey. Hey. Uh, yeah. It, it kind of makes me mad that there is now someone on this show who is more convenient than me. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? Jealous. You're like a mile and a half, and yeah. she is like 800 feet. Yeah. <laughs> no driving necessary. No driving necessary. It is uphill all the way, though. It is. <laughs> but not both ways. Like, but, it, like in my college days at that's, Greenville. That's true. actually was uphill both ways. It's uphill both ways. That's true. That's true. But I noticed you had help um, carrying what you normally were carrying across the street. I did. Your new uh, your new son. My new little baby. Your new little baby, Raylan. Yep. He is seven weeks old. And, and he, he is, is a chunk. He is full grown. <laughs> <laughs> he looks more like he's six months old. He is six foot eight. A wild boy. He's been, he's been driving a dump truck since he was three weeks old. And I'm just waiting for his first pair of overalls. I think that'll be great. They're coming. We have them bought. I didn't know that, but that's awesome. It's just fitting at this point, right? So how is your sleep life right now? Um, it's been getting better. Yeah. I, he is starting to learn what nighttime is, and he's getting about a five-hour stretch at the beginning, so getting there. Um, but some nights he's still only sleeping about two to three hours at a time, so it depends on the day. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Me too. You've been <laughs> you've been learning what nighttime is. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes getting five hours at a time before one of the dogs wakes us up, and then. Well, that's that's my life too. Yeah. I have dog wake ups every night. So, yep. you're getting ready for Nam, Cody. Yes. And so for the uninitiated, that stands for the National Association of Music Merchants, and they have an annual trade show in Anaheim, across the street from Disneyland. Nice. It is not as fun as Disneyland. It is overwhelmingly loud. Yeah. Uh, to where I'll wear earplugs because the ambient noise will reach 95 decibels. Oh, my goodness. It's stupid. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I do have friends in the industry and all that kind of stuff. And, yep. And you, it's kind of funny, like, walking right by really, really famous people. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Um, and it's just like, oh yeah, that guy's shorter than I thought, and like that. <laughs> or or that guy's way taller than I would have imagined. That's exactly right. Like that. And um, and so it's it's always a good opportunity to network and sell stuff. My favorite Nam story for myself is I got to go with you to the Nashville version of this a, yes. couple, a few years ago, and it was the year that Tom Petty passed away. Oh, and they okay. had this they had this lounge that 
um, what do you call you? Um, uh, not a vendor. Not a vendor. Exhibitor. exhibitor. There you go. That exhibitors could go to, and I had the pass that could get me into the lounge for some reason. And you know, I never took advantage of that lounge. I know it wasn't that great. Shame on me. It was just like a couple of coffee pots. But as I walk in, there's this group of guys sitting around a table, and I hit hear the conversation at this line. This is the first line I heard, and that's when I met Tom Petty. And I thought to myself, well, there's a conversation you will never be able to verify. <laughs> That's a true statement. Yeah. So, anyway. Unless but yes, there was video. Unless there was video, but probably not, right? Probably. Uh, but yeah, Nam is a loud, loud place. Well, welcome, Rachel. We'll welcome Jonathan when he gets to show up. And, Until uh, then, he's dead to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> to us. To not, us. Not in general dead. To us. Not physically dead. Yeah. Cool. Well, we have an interesting question to get to, and um, we will do that right after this quick break. This is the All 7 Days Podcast. Welcome back to the All 7 Days Podcast. We're here with Rachel and Cody to look at a question from Anonymou. That's the name of the day. Is that the French, it is. French way to say anonymous? Yes. Um, Frigile. Italian. It's the Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Must be Italian. Uh, Matthew eighteen nineteen says, and again I say to you, if two or three on earth about anything, what? If two hooked on phonics worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> if two. <laughs> Okay. Do you want me to read it? No, yeah, I might need some help. I think the problem is the problem is this is not in red letters. Okay. But it is Jesus talking. Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. I've had others pray with me about things, but God never seems to answer what's going on. So, um, so here's here's I think part of where this well here's here's my context around where this question is coming from. We, we my wife has a cousin whose son was recently in an automobile accident. He is now paralyzed from the mid torso down, mm-hmm. and uh, Facebook posts have been coming like crazy. You know we need to agree in prayer on this. God. Um, must hear us and he must give us what we ask for that sort of thing being posted around facebook that god wants to heal noah and and um you know and this is the this is the scripture that they always quote but of course and of course it has it hasn't happened right so what's going on so what are your first thoughts when you hear a question like this don't go into theology yet what are your first thoughts when you hear this kind of question? I've had it, Rachel. <laughs> um, my first thoughts are, what are you asking for specifically? Because a lot of times we need to make sure that what we're asking for aligns with what's in God's word. That's a very good point. Very good point. Context. How many times on this podcast have I said the word context? A lot. A lot. At least four. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Could be more, but okay. Your yeah. your thoughts on questions like this, Cody? Yeah, I mean, you said not to get theological, but that's immediately where I go. Is where what are you rooting that in? Right. Uh, what's what's the and obviously what's the surrounding context? And this is 
abused by a certain group, and it looks like mm-hmm. we're about to address that. We are. So let me read the actual text around the, these verses, uh, this verse of Matthew eighteen nineteen, and then uh, let's talk about what it's really talking about. So here we go, Matthew 18, starting in verse 15. If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you've gained your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, and every charge, that every charge, may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen to even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. The first thing I notice is the phrase, two or three, kind of catches my attention earlier in that paragraph, right? Um, what are you pointing at? Oh, it's okay. Okay, I was making sure that... Yeah. Okay. We're still recording. Um, so, uh, verse 16 says, but if, it, but if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, that every charge may, have estab- may be established by the evidence of two or three, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you take one or two and you're there, there's two or three there. Right. And then, verse 19 says, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask. So what what are we asking for in this context? <laughs> I'm trying to be deferential to the new girl. <laughs> <clears throat> it's asking about if your brother sins against you and mm-hmm. talking about his sins and helping him to be... Um, be what's the word I'm looking for repentant thank you yeah They're, you're trying to restore someone who's, who's in sins. a sin right yes. yeah at the and, end of 15 if he listens to you you have gained your brother right that's that's the goal of this that's the right. goal to bring him to God right so this is really talking about church discipline mm-hmm. right this is how this is our formula as an example of how it can work and so there's someone in the church they're sinning and you know it you should go to them and talk to them about it and if they repent awesome but if they don't take a couple of witnesses that can witness the conversation and back you up in your complaint and if they don't listen to them then you go to the church and if they won't listen to the church then you're to put them out of the church right and mm-hmm. it says, truly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Therefore, if two or three of you agree on this, mm-hmm. your father will give it to you. And, and you know, mm-hmm. verse 20 is often taken out of context as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, they go together, well, right? Well, mm-hmm. we have two or three are gathered. Therefore, this is a legitimate worship service. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's not what that's saying. No. It's it's going no. right back to verse sixteen with the two or three witnesses. Exactly. Right? So what Jesus is saying is, where two or three are gathered in my name, 
there I am among them as a witness against this ostensible brother who you've put out of the church. Yeah. That's his point. Yeah. Um, and, and you can't get away from the fact that he's affirming and quoting the law. Uh, the yep. law of God in, mm-hmm. in Deuteronomy 19, which says a single witness shall not suffice against a person for any crime or for any wrongdoing. So not just a crime, but mm-hmm. also regular sin. Because yep. there's a difference between sins and crimes, right? A white lie is a sin, mm-hmm. but it's not a crime, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. uh, where was I? Or, or for any wrong in connection with any offense that he has committed. Only on the evidence of two witnesses or of three witnesses shall a charge be established. And then it gets into, you know, if a malicious witness comes up, then you actually, due to that person, <laughs> what would what would have been done if the person they accused had been convicted. Yeah. So like a perjury type of thing. Um, and so I think that would also be included in Matthew 18 is if someone falsely accuses intentionally someone in mm-hmm. your church mm-hmm. then you deal with them this way as well right like it's it's kind of an all-encompassing thing which actually you know people always want to well what about well, what about xyz no if, if if your brother has sinned against you in whatever way <laughs> right right there there are obviously ways that you can you know overlook things and whatever but if somebody has sinned against you this is the command and he gives you the reason gain your brother uh and then you also have in deuteronomy 19 uh in verse 19 um which is also quoted i think by paul i don't remember exactly so you shall purge the evil from your midst so you can purge sorry i'm jumping all around here but you you purge the evil from among you Mm -hmm. in one of two ways either your brother repents Mm -hmm. or you kick him out yeah this, this kind of explains the conundrum that the Pharisees were in when they had Jesus before them, right? Because mm-hmm. they were trying to get witnesses to agree yes. on things, and they couldn't um, because they were all false witnesses, <laughs> and they couldn't get their story straight. Because they were wrong. Yeah, because they were wrong. So, um, so yeah, that, that, that kind of shed some light on that thing as well. Um. So the question begs then is there anywhere in the in the Bible that talks about getting what you want from God when you ask? I have Matthew 7 7 through 11. It says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, it will be opened. But it continues later. um, This is verse 11 now. If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good gifts, good things to those who ask him? And the Luke version of that says, How much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit? To those who ask him. Um, so what is that saying, though? In these verses, the good things that are spoken um, are specifically related to the righteousness, sincerity, purity, humility, and wisdom that God bestows upon us. Yeah. Not necessarily anything that we ask for. Yeah. Yeah. It's, what, what gets really fun here is the context and even the immediate context in mm-hmm. both of these verses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Matthew 7 is part of the Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just cracked open the Bible app 
and the first <laughs> verse in Matthew 7 is judge not that you not be judged but it's not talking about never judge people right right, right. yeah it's it's about judging hypocritically uh, and then in like going back to Matthew 18 uh, one thing that I picked up on was it's sandwiched between and this should probably tell us something it's the parable of the lost sheep mm-hmm. right but, and by the way God does not leave the 99. It's a parable. I'm just saying. It is a parable. So in Matthew 18, you have the parable of the lost sheep, and then if your brother sins against you, where two or three are gathered in my name, and then you have the parable of the unforgiving servant, servant, where there's a servant that owes a ruler a ton of money. (coughs) They can never pay back. The king forgives him, and then he goes and like beats up a guy <laughs> for owing him five dollars yeah. and mm-hmm. the king's like oh no we're not having this. <laughs> we're not having right that. and so there there has to be a reason that it's in that context mm-hmm. between those two it's like jesus is trying to tell us something yeah or his immediate audience something and then we get to listen in later yeah because it would be anyway sorry cool no that's good that's good so um so what's our takeaways from here I think it, it, it really gets into the pitfalls of proof texting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not ripping on all proof texts, obviously, right? Like if you look at something like the Westminster Confession of Faith, it's going to have its paragraph, and then at the bottom it has its proof text. Here's where we're yep. proving this. Yep. But the Westminster Divines who wrote it in 1646 would want you to go back and check them and read them yeah and read yeah. them in context and and they expected the confession to be amended mm-hmm. uh, and yep. it was amended for an american context and, and even further in philadelphia and blah 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 right so they wanted you to go check them yeah and then we had amendments some of them right some of them wrong you know whatever um, so you have to go to the context uh, like the stuff surrounding it, mm-hmm. and, and if you just immediately go to if if two or two of you agree about anything they at, like it's really easy to get people yeah. stirred up, yeah. and and just be like, oh yeah, he's preaching really good, and because I'm feeling this emotion and all that kind of stuff, uh, when really it's just what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you actually look at it, that's not <clears throat> what it's saying at all. At like at all at all. Right, right. <laughs> you can you get there. You can make the Bible say whatever you want it to, depending on where you read something. That's right. Yeah. So this kind of brings me to a shameless plug segue oh boy. In, into the new shirt that was just launched on <laughs> the All Seven Days website. I have a couple of my own shirts that are going to be coming out pretty soon. You stealing from my idea? Are you? No, I, I already <laughs> had one from someone in my small group. Okay, so there's all these. To set up the, the shirt, right? There's all these billboards around with the dash God, as mm-hmm. if the thing on the billboard, God said it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? And some of them are probably okay, but some of them are like... They're just dumb. They're just dumb, right? <laughs> I saw one the other day that just said, you're precious, God. Right? Mm. So, my... <laughs> this... <laughs> The thing that popped into my head when I started when I see these is, 
hate to quote Satan, but did God really say <laughs> that? In the words of that great saying, <laughs> Lucifer. Did God really say that? Mm-hmm. So what I have done is I've come up with a T-shirt that says, Jacob I loved, Esau I hated, God. Mm-hmm. And then I give the scripture reference from where he said it. Okay, so um, and it's and it's to start a conversation, right? What did God say, and how are we to look at Scripture? So, if you're brave, go buy a T-shirt, start a conversation, <laughs> and support the podcast. Yeah, right? Because I actually need to get on that. <laughs> I, I told you I'd buy one like last week. So yeah, well, it's okay. As long as it happens. Uh, because my renewal is coming up for the website soon. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, context is very important. Read. Don't just read a verse. Because when you do that, you're right, Rachel. You can make it say anything you want to say, including this verse that's taken right. out of context all the time. And, and, when, and when you do that, like you can wreck people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, if, if somebody is, is taking this to say, you know, this guy who's been injured, you know, all right, so we have two people agreeing, what else do we need to do to make this thing happen? Yeah. Right. right? How do we get the right coins in the vending machine to push the yeah. right buttons mm-hmm. to get what we want and, out and, of it? And right. And if you want to get economic about it, you know, enough people have asked for a million dollars, you can oh, yeah. ruin an economy that way, too. Oh, yeah. Inflation. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. Apparently that must be what's happening now. It's like it's like the Bruce Almighty scene when <laughs> everybody wins. Everybody wins the lottery. What was it? Seventeen cents. Everybody got seventeen cents. I don't, remember. <laughs> I don't know. Like, just, if everybody could have a million dollars, you would you would literally ruin the economy. You really, so, yeah. You know, so you know, not only not only did God not say that, but that's also a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Any last uh, questions or comments that you'd like to make before we wrap this up? Can I get nerdy? Yeah. So. When, when have you ever <laughs> been able to stop that? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to <laughs> Well, uh, the, the Greek word there for church is ekklesia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been doing some research on how we got to translating it to the word church. Mm-hmm. Ecclesia just means assembly. Mm-hmm. And so he did this before, quote unquote, the church was established at Pentecost. Because the church wasn't established at Pentecost. It was established in the garden as soon as God redeemed Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so you have the same word, Ecclesia, applied to the Jewish assembly, the Hebrew mm-hmm. assembly in the mm-hmm. wilderness, okay. and on through. Like it's God has one people. And so this was this wasn't Jesus looking forward to after Pentecost but right like now. By yeah. the way, after I die and rise and whatever, taken before the church, like this would actually even apply to the Jewish synagogue system mm-hmm. of kick him out. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, he's actually bringing the law of God to bear, partially to reveal our own sin, our need for Him, and all that kind of thing. But it shows the consistency of how God works. Through both testaments. Yeah. Hmm. Can't unhitch that. You can't unhitch it. Nope. Looking at you, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) I know he listens. Yeah, he listens all the time. Never. 
Um, I had a thought and then it left me. Oh, um, and it came. I'm back. wondering. Yeah, it did. I'm wondering if uh, from <laughs> settle down. Makes youngster. me think. Of, makes me think of mom brain. It does. It was like it took a U-turn. And just <laughs> it did. It was like the putt I hit the other day that we used all the hole and never went in. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering if then when Paul says, "Do not forsake the assembly of the saints," is that the same word? Ecclesia there. Was that Hebrews ten? Yeah. You might have to pause this. will be this. a this will be a no we're, we're, da, 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 This is what my music teacher always played when nobody was answering a question. <laughs> yeah, so part part of go ahead and look up the verse and, and figure out which number it is. Oh gosh, okay. Um Let's but, see, let's but, see how fast they can work, yeah, people. But, but part of my part of my <laughs> research has been where did the, where do we get the word church? Yeah, and so you have things like linguistic uh, realities, like Spanish for church is iglesia, so mm-hmm. that's obviously like right from the Greek. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the English word for church, you know, so you have uh, Scottish is kirk. Uh, yeah. So you, you know, you Scottish Presbyterians will use the word kirk a lot. Um, and then I think it's it's also really similar in German. Um, that's from the Latin, or Greek rather, Kyriakon, which means house of the Lord. Which, if we are, if the church is the true temple mm-hmm. that Peter talked about, with Jesus being the cornerstone and us being living stones, that blows up several systems of theology that say that God has two different peoples and two different programs for them and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. There, the church was always the point because the church has always been a thing because it's just an assembly mm-hmm. of God's redeemed people. Right. Not a place. Yeah. So is it 1025? Is that it? Yes. Good job. All right. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's Episunagog. Oh. Which I would assume is where we get the word synagogue. So don't stop going to synagogue? I guess he is talking to Hebrews. Yeah, he's saying mm-hmm. don't... He, the assembling of yourselves together. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so I was wrong on that one. So, oh, it was a guess. I didn't I didn't know. Yeah. Squirrel! I mean, it was a good guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody's giving you a hard time about it. Well, anyway. All right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for coming in today and no problem getting an episode out. Uh, it's been a minute and I appreciate it. Um, so, um, I didn't say anything at at the lead that I was supposed to say, so I'll say it at the end. If you've got a question for the podcast, send it in at ask at all seven days.com for email or for voicemail or text, go eight, six, four, six, six, zero, nine, four, seven, three, join the all seven days, hangout on Facebook and listen on all your favorite podcast apps mugs and new t-shirt and other t-shirts are available at all seven days.com slash shop you can support the podcast at anchor.fm slash all seven days thanks for listening today everyone we appreciate it remember this is the all seven days podcast where the goal is to get you to think so highly of god that you forget about yourself now go give someone what you value most today